Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Our consumers and our businesses are so well-informed because they scour the internet, they talk to their friends and colleagues, they talk to your ex-customers, they talk to your current customers, they, they know your secrets, they know your pricing, they know your hiccups, uh, you know, and then they contact your salesperson. Welcome to the Bill Kasky Podcast. I'm your host, and I've got a special guest today. His name is Doug Carr, runs DK New Media in Indianapolis, and he and I sit down and talk about the value of every sales professional being more acclimated and masterful at marketing. Well, I want you to help me welcome a special guest today. His name is Doug Carr. He is founder of DK New Media, and I'll have him tell you a little bit about that. Doug and I have been, uh, I'll call it friends, for several years. Uh, We've at least been acquaintances, and we've been on podcasts before and on panel discussions. And I really, really respect Doug's acumen and, and wisdom when it comes to technology and what he does. He works in it every day, so there's no better better provider of great content than Doug Carr. So welcome, Doug. Ah, oh, thank you. That's a that's a glowing review from uh, from someone that I respect immensely as well. So thank you very much. Well, I appreciate it. Well, I want to uh, tee up our conversation today, but before I do, why don't you give my listeners uh, a minute or so on DK New Media, what you do, uh, how you help companies, and I think it'll provide some good background for them. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, DK New Media is one side of my life. Uh, basically, I have a site called Martech Zone where uh, I am constantly blogging about sales and marketing technology. Uh, and then I do public speaking, education, uh, and some fractional CMO uh, work. That's basically for, uh, it's a nice way to say it, uh, part-time CMO. Uh, so I basically have uh, multiple companies that I help as a as a CMO, where I kind of control their budget, their training, their internal talent, uh, everything, and and it's really fun uh, because it spans industries and it spans technologies, and so I just get a ton of experience. And sometimes I get to do one thing with one customer and bring it to another one. It's fun fun work. That's huge. That's huge. You know, I've always been told, oh, Bill, you got to niche down, you got to niche down, you got to work with one industry. And I always feel like, wait a minute, why would I limit myself that? Because I, you learn something from the funeral home business that you can learn and you can use in SaaS. And uh, I, so I totally agree with you. I think it's really um, useful to have a broad range of people you work with. I agree. I, I'll give you a perfect example where it didn't work, right, is the newspaper industry. I came from the newspaper industry <laughs> and they always hired from within, right? Yeah. If you wanted to be an executive at a newspaper, uh, you had to have 20 years of newspaper experience. Well, that's not helping them in the digital age. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. 
I was just uh, a friend of mine got interviewed by the local uh, Indianapolis Star, which is a, is it a Gannett? I think it is. Yeah. And uh, they interviewed him. He's been to 67 Indianapolis 500s in a row until last year. 67. Wow. Started when he was four. And I thought, oh my gosh, I, I can't wait to see the video. Well, there was no video. They didn't record anything. They didn't video shoot it. I'm like, you, are you guys still thinking that people, you know, get ink on their hands by reading the paper, paper in the John in the morning? I mean, come on. This, yeah. is, this is the 2000 and they never recorded it. And it's like, man, I think you missed it anyway. So, um, I love that, uh, background. Uh, you work with this, this world of marketing and sales every day. So that that's really going to provide a good background, I think for our, our listeners. So you and I talked here, I've got a client who is in the construction field and they've always had a business development person that's been kind of out there in the market, shaking hands, playing golf, doing all the BD activities. And, um, he decided, they decided to part ways. I think it was probably mostly him. Doesn't matter. Good, good people on both sides, but they just decided it wasn't working. And they've tried like four or five of these people over the last seven years and none of them really work. And I, I said to them a few days ago, I said, you know, I think the model is broken. I think you need to, to just shake this thing up, put some, you know, just break the glass and let's craft something from the beginning. So I called you because you're my first go-to on things like this. And really the question I had for you prompted this discussion, which again prompted this podcast. And that is what role should technology be playing now in the whole business development area? And I know that's a super broad question, but let's start there and see if we can narrow it down a little bit. Yeah, I, I it's a it's a great question. And I think it's one that a lot of companies are struggling with. You know, I, I would say that what is precipitating this is a change in buying behavior. And that's that uh, basically what consumers and businesses alike have done is we go do our own homework online and we go research everything online and we get, you know, through that qualification process to see if you're the right vendor or partner, at which point um, we will contact your sales team uh, if we want to, <laughs> even at that point, it's it's sometimes. But uh, so the role of business development, you know, is at the tail end typically. And I was telling you that uh, one mistake that I see with marketers is they often think, well, we'll just work on all the marketing then. And, and magically, you know, we'll just, our salespeople will turn into order takers and, uh, and, and their life is going to be a lot easier. It, it's actually the exact opposite that's happened is, our consumers and our businesses are so well informed uh, because they scour the internet, they talk to their friends and colleagues, they talk to your ex-customers, they talk to your current customers, they they know your secrets, they know your pricing, they know your hiccups, uh, you know, and then they contact your salesperson. So your, your, your business development person has to be someone that can literally just be an expert and nail down those last few issues uh, to get them over the hump and 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 then obviously be strong from a negoti- negotiation standpoint and and get them in the door and and so I think the business development has changed in that outbound sales is more relationship building value building. Um, so a salesperson nowadays, I, I mean, I, I have some really good friends that are amazing salespeople and they're doing things like helping people find talent, uh, helping them find another 
uh, hardware, you know, manufacturer helping them, you know, they help them, they help their clients with everything. And so they're, when they're not selling, they're building value with every relationship they have. And so what that does is it, it builds incredible retention from a customer standpoint, because now your relationship goes beyond, you know, the product or service that you're buying. It's that, you know what, let me call, you know, let me call Doug and see if he's got, you know, something that can help out with this or someone that can help out with this. And so you become this incredible trusted resource. And, and as you know, with the internet, trust is, is, is the largest thing to overcome. Uh, you know, and once you, once you build trust, that's when you get, you know, that's when you get the sales and that's when, uh, that's when your company really starts to take off. So if I'm a, a VP of sales listening to this or someone who is in a senior position at a, it doesn't matter what size company, but I'm, oh, oh, you know, in charge of or responsible for new business, business growth as a, as a whole, what should I be coaching my sales team on to, to um, be in sync with what you just said? I don't disagree with anything. And then the question is, what should I do as a leader to promote this kind of behavior? Well, the, the, you just said it in sync is the, is the right term there that marketing and sales. Now um, I am totally dependent on my sales and business development staff to let me understand what the negatives are um, that we have to overcome what questions are being asked, uh, what industry trends are happening, because, uh, you know, marketing is typically, a, you know, one to many type, you know, thing. We're not, you know, it's that marketing uh, talks to people and sales talks with people. <laughs> and and so I'm totally dependent on salespeople to find those nuggets and feed them back to marketing so that we can take and strengthen our messaging online and, and strengthen our content online, you know, to help overcome, you know, some of those, uh, those issues that you have there for on the opposite side for the business development people, it's absolutely being the subject matter experts from front to back. So the things that I, uh, that we were talking about, you know, before was that I look at a website and, or a digital marketing presence and I basically say, you have to be a content library for me to make a purchase. You have to tell me everything. You have to educate me. Everything from what's the problem? Um, what's the solution? Uh, what are the requirements? And and how do you build requirements? You know, then who are the vendors out there or the suppliers out there? Uh, and then you even have to help educate people you know, how do they take this information and hand it back to their team, you know, that's making a decision and and coming to a consensus, you know, on, on things. And so from a sales standpoint, my business development people need to fully comprehend what the problem is, not just that we're, hey, we sell this solution and our solution is better than their solution because of X, Y, and Z. Right. You know, it's, it's literally, hey, do you fully understand the impact of this problem? Like help people understand the lost opportunity, uh, the value uh, that that um, a solution, you know, brings to the table. Uh, help them explain, you know, how it's impacting, you know, uh, your culture within the organization, your customer retention, your customer experience. You literally have to be this expert on their business. And so they have to say, because that's when the trust is there, right? That's when they see, oh, you know, I was talking to Bill the other day. And after talking to him for a half an hour, 
Bill absolutely understands everything that I'm going through. And so of course I'm going to sign up with Bill, um, you know, for, uh, you know, for training because he understands what I'm going through. And so, and, and the, the problem exploration is that first phase that a lot of companies absolutely miss. They talk about solutions, 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 solutions. And, and the problem is, is that people are going online looking at what, well, what is this problem? Let me define it a little bit better. Let me see if anybody else has run into it. And so if you're the first site or the best site or the most comprehensive site that has content to teach them about the problem and understanding, you know, the value uh, or, or the expense of that problem, now you're first in line. And so from a brand recognition, authority, trust, you're already helping them at the very, very first point in the buying journey. That's, that's excellent. Uh, man, so many things are popping in my mind. I think the, the thing that I've always told salespeople to do in the B2B phase, and especially when they're looking to do videos on LinkedIn, they're looking to add value to their, to their audience, is just come up with the, with the top 12 to 15 questions that a prospect has either before they even reach out to you or as they're reaching out to you and just publish videos. Like you said, Doug, make a content library and you can have that all stored away. You can put it on your LinkedIn and the feature section of LinkedIn, but help people know that you know what the problems are because then they're going to, you're going to be the one they, they turn to. And so that's one, that's just one idea I had. Do you have any thoughts on other? And the other one is just what are all the considerations that happen when a person gets ready to buy? You know, is it affordable? Yeah. What is my return it, on investment? Think of all those considerations. Well, and here's the thing is, say it. Don't hide it. Uh, I, I think one of the biggest myths that we have out there is that we, um, and a good friend of mine, Marcus Sheridan, we we, we recently did a, a podcast talking about this, is that they don't talk about the downside. They don't, you know, a marketing qualified lead is often anybody breathing that came to the website, yeah. right? They knew how to and fill a out a form qual- on a site, yeah. It, exactly, but a sales qualified lead, you know that they have budget, intent, uh, you know, a timeline to purchase, you know, all of those pieces are coming together. And I have to tell people that we have to get marketing to, to better qualify leads too. So I would say if, if you're a business development person and you're putting these videos out, you also want to say why you shouldn't be a client of ours. You know, if you're looking for this solution or if, if you have a, uh, I'll, I'll give a perfect one. I have, I have a company that does tons of Salesforce and marketing cloud integrations. Well, if you've got a fantastic development shop internal, you don't need to hire us. You know, it, it, all of the documentation is out there and the assistance and everything else. And, and you should do that yourself. If you've got that great staff, it would be exorbitant, you know, to, to get us working on it as a contractor. And so I think one of the mistakes that we often make is we don't want to talk about pricing and we don't want to, and you don't have to say, you know, I cost $5,000 a month for consulting. You can say, you know, well, you know, there's a range and depending on, you know, what your level of urgency is and your timeline and everything else, most customers are spending about, you know, between this and this, right? And you can open up about that. And what you're doing there is you're pre-qualifying that marketing lead, you know, that someone might say, wow, that's, that's affordable. I'm going to the next step, you know, or that's not affordable. I'm going to go, 
you know, yeah. do it myself or, or whatever. And I think, I think we're always so scared of disqualifying anybody that we make our sales, um, you know, staffs and business development staffs lives miserable <laughs> with, with tons of leads that aren't really leads. And so I think, I think the more information that you put out there, the richer it is, the more honest it is, the positives and negatives and helping people guide people through their decision-making process, that's going to get them to pick up that phone yeah. quicker and yeah, contact always, you. I've always liked Marcus's stuff. I've read uh, both of his books. He's probably got more than that, but I read two of his books and I'll have to go back. Did you, if you had him on, you have him on your podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll go back and listen to that. Cause I don't, I think, I think I didn't catch that, but I always liked his first one is should I invest in blank or not? Maybe, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. And right. It's kind of where it, because that's in their mind. That's what they're thinking. Do I want to invest in my sales team? I don't know. Maybe not. But if I see an article that says, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't, that's probably going to be more attractive than here are the 12 reasons you should. Exactly. Well, and, and for you, I mean, you do this every single day, you know, you know, okay, here's the problems that we have within our sales organization. We, you know, uh, maybe our messaging isn't aligned. Maybe our documentation and, you know, CRM processes, maybe we're not touching, you know, customers enough. Maybe we're not disciplined. Maybe we're always missing our goals, you know, all of that stuff. But then you get to reverse that and say, you know, companies that don't miss their goals are obviously growing, you know, double digits. Companies that have a perfectly aligned, you know, and well-documented CRM have more information about each customer and are able to close quicker, close, uh, you know, at, at higher, you know, monet revenue volumes, yeah. you know, everything else. And so, again, what did I do there? I didn't sell Bill Kasky training. What I did was help people understand their problem you know, and, and provide research and provide, you know, secondary research and, and, uh, you know, to help them illustrate what that value is in their head and why they should, you know, move along. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking to Doug Carr today. Doug, how do people get a hold of you if they'd like to learn more about what you do for companies and people? Yeah. DKNewMedia.com. So nice okay. and easy. Or and, you could uh, Google, you could Google Douglas Carr, K-A-R-R, and uh, you'll you'll find all my sites and contacts. Awesome. Well, thanks, Doug, for sharing some great insight today. I think uh, this topic obviously is not limited to 20 minutes. It could be 20 hours, yeah. but I think this is a good start. Maybe we come back here in a couple months and uh, take it to the next level. And uh, I appreciate your time a lot today. Doug Carr. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Bill. 